Thank you for choosing to listen to this episode number 53, the final of season one of Kansas City Food Memories. Jasper Morable joins me in studio today to reflect back on what in the world we just accomplished in the last year, what it means to those of us in Kansas City, and maybe even what direction we need to go to next. So sit back and enjoy, but remember this is a taped presentation of a live radio show. You're going to want to, uh, you may want to go back and listen to this a second time after this. But thank you very much. Appreciate your support over the last year. And let's see what happens in year two. This is Robert Densing, and thank you for tuning in this wonderfully frigid day to Kansas City Food Memories, where we talk about the people, places, and food that make Kansas City such a wonderful place to live. Today, we hit a milestone that no one, including me, really thought possible. This is week number 52 of Kansas City Food Memories. We made a full loop around the sun. And it's um, we shared a lot. We shared a lot of wonderful food memories. And I want to take a moment to thank four people that made this possible. And without the four of them, this never would have lasted more than a couple weeks. First of all, I want to thank Sherry, my wife Sherry. She was um, I won't say that she fully understood what I was wanting to do in the beginning, but she trusted me and wanted me to have fun pursuing something that my gut told me potentially had to be big and would be fun. Second. As I just announced, um, I told Toby on his show, I never could have done this show without the legendary Toby Tobin. When I first moved to Kansas City after out of college, I fell in love with Kansas City because two people, Mike Murphy and Toby Tobin. I listened to them. That's when I discovered uh, talk radio. And they were the essence of Kansas City, and I fell in love with it and also learned the power of talk radio and the romance of it. And that's something I think has been missing for quite a while. And it's... um. You know, so I, I've been a guest on off, off and on for about 15 years, and I learned about radio. And when you sit across the counter from a, a legend like that, you pick up uh, tidbits here and there. So, Toby, if you're still listening in the car, thank you again. I really appreciate everything you've done. Now, when I first started this show, I had no market studies, no research, no script on how this was supposed to work. All I knew was that sitting with customers that best regards was – one of the most fun things I've ever done is sitting with customers, and it's something that my guests today can relate to, but sharing uh, memories and stories, and I'd always ask them, what's an old restaurant that you miss? What's an old dish that your grandma, your aunt, or your uncle, or somebody used to make that you really miss? And that's why I use for inspiration for some of the food that I made at Best Regards. And so that was so I, that's that was the whole genesis for this program. It's like, I think I can combine my love of talk radio with, with my love of food and memory. So that's where it started. Then after a few weeks of doing the show, there were two people that really stepped up and changed the whole scope of the show from being something kind of small and insignificant to something that was meaningful to thousands of people. The first person was Jim Eddy, and, I, and he was supposed to be here today in studio, but he had a funeral that came up that's right now, so he wasn't able to come. But Jim Eddy and the other person is my guest that's sitting right across from me is Jasper. That's all we need. Jasper, welcome to the program. Uh, I am honored oh, to be yeah, Oh, there you go. Your mic's on. I am honored to be here, my friend. How about that? I mean, come on, one year. This is something else. Yeah, can you imagine what we've done? Seriously. I remember talking to you back in December, just telling you the concept of what I wanted to do, and and it was just kind of open because it's it's truly something that's never been done anywhere in the country. No, I have not not heard a show like this. Mm-hmm. I have not missed one show. 
I've missed one live show, but I heard it on the podcast yeah. that Monday morning. So uh, I can honestly say every week I wait for this show. Oh. And I know you wouldn't believe in my dining room, the people who tell me, I heard you all on the weekend. I saw, thanks for listening. I said, um, yeah, I had such and such guest on. No, I'm talking about on Robert's <laughs> show. What an honor for you, yeah. my friend. Well, thank you, you have to think about this. What You've, you've changed the landscape in radio here in Kansas City with your show. Well, I mean... Think about it. I mean, what's the biggest surprise to you? Well, I'll I'll, I'll tell you what surprised me. That the biggest surprise to me was, and the thing that I'm most flattered by is finding these stories that need to be told. Uh, because too often people in today we take for granted where we are, and we don't understand the blood, sweat, and tears of the people that came before us. No, you don't, and you don't you don't realize once you go down that rabbit hole. Okay, let's say uh, with uh, with PBNJ, okay, and Bill Crooks and oh, that yeah. group, and then once you get into that group, or you even start with Gilbert Robinson. Oh yeah, and you know how many different branches off of that the restaurateurs have come out of that group here in Kansas City. Yeah, it's unbelievable, and what a legend you have here. You've already made it here. Come I, on, you know, and what what I the phrase that came up was connecting the dots. And it seemed like I would have a guest that was very random, you know, that um, Ian Byrne, you know, with the elders. Sure. You know, I just wanted to do that show just because I found I loved listening to him on Mike Murphy's show. And I always joke that anybody that was on Mike Murphy's show at least three times is welcome on my show. <laughs> and when I first had Ian Byrne with the elders on, I love his accent. I wish he, I oh. would have had him do an intro for me or talk about best regards I could have recorded. But when he started talking about some of the things, I got two nasty texts what? on the text line for the studio, for the show. And so um, uh, for the listeners, let me tell you that the text line is 913-586-7798. And so the text was, who is this guy? He never owned a restaurant. I don't want to listen to it. No. And the other guy goes, he didn't own a restaurant. I'm out. But, but what's real funny is that, you know, when he was on here, then all of a sudden he started telling stories, you know, his wife. You know, owned um, his, her grandmother had the first Mexican restaurant sure, in Kansas 85th City. Sure, 85th and Warnell. Yep. And then he talked about, I asked him about the first restaurant he came to in Kansas City that, that made, made a difference to him. Then all of a sudden there were these different dots that were connected by a seemingly random celebrity. And I'll bet you picked up a few guests that day for future shows. Oh, yeah. That always happens. Oh, yeah. You know, it, so there's that, you know, what was that game with the, um, Kevin Costner? Oh, sure, sure, sure. You know, you know that, that seven degrees or how many degrees exactly. Kevin Costner. I, I don't think there's anybody in Kansas City that's more than two degrees away from you. Oh. <laughs> you know, it, cause, I mean, it's just because you you've, you've know everybody, and the way you conduct yourself professionally has been an inspiration to me. Well, you know, it was the way I was raised, first of all, by my father, and then Rockers High School, mm -hmm. uh, Men for Others. Okay. That's what we are, and uh, the people you meet along the way. And being in the restaurant, you know, <laughs> I'm going on, uh, I started when I was, I can't say I started when I was eight. I was put into the restaurant when I was eight. I got to cut bread. Oh, yeah. And uh, now going on 62 years old, I've been there for a while, full time since I was 22. So you meet thousands and thousands of people. Sometimes my memory is not as good and I don't recognize them. Uh, but, you know. Give me a hint, and uh, just like out in the hallway here, and I'll start it on. <laughs> yeah. I'll I'll go on a roll about restaurants oh. and restaurant tours. The, the one thing that you do that I hope catches on with other people has been a big deal to me. Is how? Well, let me let me start with my pet peeve. The vast majority of restaurant people anywhere, let alone Kansas City, just anywhere, 
is that they view the rest food business as a zero-sum game. There you go. And for the people that don't understand means that the only way you are going to benefit is at my expense. Exactly. So it's cutthroat. Exactly. So they think that, that, that they can't help anybody else or it comes out of their own pocket. And it's just I've never viewed it that way, and Mike Murphy didn't, and, and, I, and you don't. We don't have competition. I, no. I tell everybody that. You know what our competition, I will say? It's the big corporation, the Absolutely. big corporate restaurants. Yep. That's what we have to worry about. But the locals, you want to support somebody. We're in the car on the way over. My wife and I are talking about a little taco place, and she says, oh, I'm so happy for her to open up. You're happy when yeah. someone, you want to see someone succeed. Yep. There's enough room in this town. Come on. How many millions of people we have here in Kansas City? So let it be open. Come on. Oh, yeah. And if you can't be friends with someone in the business and – Frank Cascone, we talk all the time. My father and him, best of friends. That's the way you are with restaurant, yeah. other restaurant owners. You know, you, hey, what are you guys doing? What's going on? How's business? That's the first thing. How's business? Did you have a slow night? Yeah. What was your count last night, you know? Yeah. Exactly. That's the way you talk. Yeah. Come on. You mean the conversation we just had a little while ago? Exactly. The exactly. Yeah. But, I mean, the, it, it's a philosophical thing, and I think it's a person of values factor. You know, a rising tide raises all boats. There's no doubt. You know, I think that that would if people took that same approach to politics and and governing and dealing with friends and neighbors and social you media. You can go much further, my friend. Yeah. You know, I mean, just that, that's we all need to understand that if you uplift the people around you, it it, it, it goes around to everybody. And see, that's what this show's about. Look at you, what you're doing. Yeah. You're bringing up people from the past, okay? Restaurants from the past, but also some of these people are still around. I mean, we're talking about chicken and pickle a couple weeks oh, yeah. ago and all. Oh, yeah. And, you know, these guys are still around. Maybe they're in the background. Maybe they're consulting. I would love that. Yeah. You know, oh, you uh, would be amazing. But do you think you would ever? My favorite line that I've quoted probably 15 times was uh, Paul. Was it Paul Robinson? Sure. With the chair. Oh, come on. You, you exactly. Know, I mean, my favorite story was the 90 minute ass chair. Exactly. You know, I, I was <laughs> somewhere with, with, I think, my daughter. And we're sitting there. She goes, I, this is only about a fifteen minute ass chair. Well, and my no daughter doubt. doesn't listen. She she doesn't want to do anything with the business, but it's just it's become part of the vernacular. It's something people understand. We still talk about oh, Paul Robinson, Joe Gilbert, all the old timers. Mm-hmm. I hope I'm not considered an old timer in the uh, oh, you in are. the industry oh, now. You are. Come on, my brother Leonard. But you you just mentioned something like Leonard. Uh, you said about will you still be around? Will you still be doing this? Leonard's going to be 70 years old and he mm. won't retire. There's no way. Yeah. It's in our blood. I oh, mean, I got to see people. Yeah. And I don't think our wives will let us. They don't want us home every night. No, I mean, We're used to this now. I, watching you, you know, and Leonard, you know, work the dining room is absolutely amazing. Thank you. And it's just, you know. I, but it's because we have a team behind us. We have a yeah. family behind us. I have uh, my nephew and his two sons behind this all the time. So like last night, even though I'm hobbling around with my uh, with my bad <laughs> But right now, uh, there's still you need at the to get restaurant. a scooter for that. I'm not getting no scooter. No, Leonard's I, the same thing. I'll get you one of those little. I'll get you one of those. One of those <laughs> orange triangles in the back. Uh, I get a cannoli scooter. Maybe they won't steal that. Yeah. But there's five of us in the dining room last night, and that's the way it should be in your place. And you can't have 20 different restaurants and and try to run them. We're not into that. You know, you have to take care of the people that you have with you. Yeah. You know, when when you're untrained, unexperienced like I've been in the food business and then on the radio, you kind of watch and kind of learn. And and I naturally talk to customers anyway. Well, sure. Because we've done that from day one because the easiest way to sell something is you make something that people already wanted. Because I've, I've tried to do things in the past. And I, I would imagine you have. You come up with a dish and you try to talk people into liking it. That doesn't work. No. 
You know, it, it, or it never worked for me. Well, look at the name of your website. Oh, yeah. MakeThemSmile.com. Exactly. That right there alone. I mean, you think you're going, if you're going to look for best regards, it'll go to it. Yeah. But make them smile. Yeah. That's what it's all about. And that's what you do. Yeah. You make them feel at home. Okay. The TV show, Cheers. Everybody knows your name. Yeah. Okay. Think about the song, you know. That's what it's all about. You come in, you want to feel comfortable. Maybe I didn't put out the best 195% meal I should have put out that night. Yeah. But you're with family and friends. You're not even thinking about that. You're eating, you're filling your stomach up. Hey, it's good food, you know. Sometimes you have an off night. That's going to happen yeah. in business. Forget about that. You're with family. You're with friends. So it's um, when I started doing the show, I because I, I would talk to people as much as I could. But then after I started doing the show and hearing the stories from the other people, all the stories that have come. So before I did the show, I come up with a list of about 50 restaurants that were popular back then because I have a subscription to the archives of papers talking to people, and I'd say two-thirds of those were, I'd say half of them were national chains. None of them have ever come up on my show. Nobody right. misses the national chains. No. But all the restaurants that people miss, going all the way back to the 40s, they knew who the owner was, the owner was there, and they made their own food. And it's like, okay, I said, this, th- we're on to something that real, sometimes really is that simple. So I told my people... I said, okay, I need you to take over more of these tasks that I used to think I had to do because I need to be out here talking to people. And every, and they all stepped up. They were ready to do it. I just didn't. I wasn't smart enough to let them. You have a team behind you, my friend. I've been there at lunch. I've been back in the kitchen. Um, I'm I'm going crazy right now with this box in front of me. <laughs> Last time I got in trouble here because I was eating during the show and Toby was messing with me. <laughs> and I uh, the smell of this ring. What is the new ring you have? Oh, here? it's new uh, Swedish tea rings. I've been following it. I sent yeah. a picture of it to my brother this morning to tell him here you got to listen in. We're going to talk about that. Well, it started on a whim for New Year's. We did the cinnamon, and it was I just called it a uh, wreath. I created wreath, and I had a caller to this show that explained, and I I knew the history of the Swedish tea rings, but I don't. I don't like taking somebody else's heritage unless but there's well thought out. you taught up. yourself how to make this. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah. that's amazing. Yeah. So you got the cherry one, which is my, that's my, my absolute favorite. favorite cherry. That's my favorite. So we have the classic cinnamon. We have the cherry. We just released the peach. Oh, don't tell me that. Yeah. And so the, the hard one, the difficulty of the peach was we had to create our own glaze because I don't use corn syrup and I don't buy prepackaged stuff. So we had to figure out how to make that. I know when you so experiment with something like the pork yeah. yet that or like the Plaza 3 soup, yeah. which is now... Robert's best regards, uh, steak soup. Yeah. You don't play games. I know what you yeah. go through. Well, so, so that leads me to the next thing, surprise on the show. I thought it was going to be the big names that had all the advertising that everybody remember. You know, from the, say, 70s and 80s, you know, the Chi-Chi's, the margaritas. Sure. You know, the steak and ale. You know, it's, but it's not. I mean, it was people, when they mentioned a specific restaurant, I said, what did you like? They tell me the name of the dish. And why they liked it. Exactly. Because they're, they're passionate about the food. Don't get me started on Stevenson's. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, <laughs> Stevenson's, you know, I could I could mention, yeah, um, so uh, Antoine's on the boulevard. Antoine's, come on. What did shrimp. you like there? Oh, come on. You're talking about the the truck. Yeah. The, the truck, truck with, with the, the boiled shrimp, shrimp in yep. it. But, you said, but we just said Stevenson's. Look what you did for Stevenson's. That okay. felt pretty good. What did you do? Okay, let me tell everybody. Thaddeus Stevenson, he works for us at the restaurant. You brought back Stevenson's apple butter because of you and this show, my friend. We had the dinner at Jasper's, sold-out dinner. Unbelievable. We turned away over 300 people. It blew up the website. <laughs> we didn't know what to do with the tickets. That, w- that was a fun night. 
He's now in business selling his apple butter and something big's coming up. All the seasonings are almost ready. So you'll have that barbecue season again, which was, it was lost. Yes. It was I've gone. Got, I've gotten a lot of texts about that. The green that. rice seasoning. Yep. It's coming back. Well, that's good. Yeah, come on. I didn't know that. Look what you've done. That that alone right there yeah. is something else. You, you've made your mark in history in just one year, Robert. That's, it's, you know, I, it's a, okay, so the, the other thing, you know, that I, I mentioned that the stories, some of these legends, and I think Gilbert Robinson, you know, people knew that there was, Gilbert Robbins was important. Sure. But I think I've done probably five, four or five shows, you know, specifically with people that used to work there. And when you hear the, the, the nuts and bolts of how they did things, you know, it's just, I, I remember when I had uh, Ken Hill and, um, his friends on the show that talking about, it, I asked them, I said, so when, what was the process? Like on the first restaurant that they, the big restaurant that they really, they had other restaurants before that, but the first big one was Annie Santa Fe. You know, I said, so how did you do that? Did you do the name first? I says, no, they started with the menu, the food. They knew what kind of food they want to make. They perfected the recipes and the, the, the last, and, and you figured out the decor and you've talked about that, how important the decor is oh. to setting the tone of the restaurant. Joe Gilbert, Paul Robinson mm-hmm. with those uh, with the decor of Houlihan's. Yeah, oh, and yeah. The, I'd love to see the room where they still have that 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 building somewhere. Mm. I know it's there. My brother oh, Leonard probably knows the warehouse. Oh yeah, that's there with all of the it's their antiques now. Think yeah. about it. it. When they did that, they went out and bought. All, they found reclaimed that you know from from scrapyards and stuff exactly. like that. Now there's businesses that try to make modern replicas of that stuff. Sure. But sure. they were they saw the value of setting the tone for the restaurant with that. Old school. They oh, yeah. were they were the pioneers. Yeah. So, you know, it it's it's there's so many of those stories, you know, that need to be told and, and that the hardest thing that you and I we 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 talk fairly often it's okay, where who do I need to get now? You know, cuz I got to juggle that because the very first guest that I wanted to have was Carl DeCapo. Sure. Aww. You know, I I that, that was I I talked to you and I said that's who I want to have on first. Because everything's doing, and it ended up being that um, we got a hold of John David, and he said that his dad had uh, caught COVID, I think, in November, and he wasn't quite recovered no. yet, so he couldn't do my first show. He passed away in May, and so he, and he passed away. Legend in May. here in the Western industry. So I never got his stories first, and so th- when he passed away, that gave me a sense of urgency. It's like, okay, we need to get some of these people because it's it's okay to read a history book, and but I don't the the, the dates the names, all kind of stuff. It's the stories. And if you can hear it first person, it's just, it's so much more meaningful. There was a show one time on PBS or an older show where they have all the philosophers sitting in a room, you know, and they were actors, of course, you know. Imagine having a room with Judd Pooch, mm. Joe Gilbert. Oh, yeah. Lloyd and Les Stevenson. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, you, the legends here in Kansas City, the restaurateurs, having my father in that room, that would happen one See, time. Uh, that would be, uh, that would be unbelievable. And what one of the things I did not do this year that I should have, I wish I'd set up the video cameras so people can see. I always those wanted legends. that. Yeah. I always wanted that. You know, they do it on the on the sports radio show in the morning. Mm-hmm. It's a radio show, but you can watch it on TV. Yeah. That was my idea when I first yeah. went on the WHB. radio. Was I wanted to have where you can actually watch me yeah. in the kitchen yeah. studio. It just didn't work out. Yeah can't have food in the studio. Well, we got food in here today. <laughs> there's, there's no management around. <laughs> Come on. I love it. We're the it's only Saturday. three people in the building. That's right. We're running this show. Come yeah. on. That's funny. So it's, um, so the, the text line, so everybody knows is 913-586-7798. And there's been a couple of people send in texts 
And one of them said that it's six degrees from Kevin Bacon is the game. That's right. That's you right. Know? So the, the point of the game was try to f- connect him through movies. So if you have an actor, actress, you have to say that, you know, that this person was in this movie and that person was in this movie and tried to connect with that. The American restaurant. Oh, oh gosh. There many, is actually out there. You can look it up on uh, on social media and you see the American restaurant and you see Michael Smith. You go down from the top chefs that were there and then the branches here in Kansas City still today at Novel and the other restaurants that are still going. So who would you say would be the, the big one between the American and Gilbert Robinson? Because there's probably, what, about... 20, 30 years difference between 20 years. Oh, uh, restaurants? Yeah, I mean, that, that that really spawned off so many different people. Um, I'd say, you know, Michael Smith probably would be okay. uh, would one of them. John McClure. Oh, my gosh. Harry Starkers. Okay. There's another one. Yeah. Oh, the, but, list, the list I mean, is the, endless the, here. I mean, there is so much material. And it's just, if I, I, I wish I had done the video thing from day one because, you know, it's just trying to recreate those would be tough. You know, but it's just, I mean, the nice thing is all my shows are saved as a podcast. So, you know, we just had Deadwood out in the front, you know, asking about Romanelli's. How about it? Yeah. We yeah. were talking about St. Louis. Do you imagine if you're in St. Louis, the shows, the restaurants that have closed in St. Louis? Yeah. And I don't like using the word closed, but that aren't still here with us right now. Yeah. I mean, do you think, you know, I, we've talked about this before with other guests and off the air. Do you think a show like this would work in St. Louis? Oh, there's no doubt about it. Because yeah. they, they have, have a, the history, but do exactly. they have the camaraderie to help other restaurants? I think so. I think so. There's there's a pretty good restaurant group there in yeah. Kansas City. And then in St. Louis. We're lucky here with our with our restaurant oh, group. We are. Yeah. You pick up a phone, you call a friend up, yeah. you start talking, they come in to see you at the restaurant, you go see them. My nephew was out at, uh, Le, uh, what's it called, uh, Les Amis, what's uh, up in Parkdale, in Parkville. My mind, I lost something this morning. Um, I know what you're talking about. And uh, he sat down with them last week. Here, my nephew's 43 years old, having dinner with them. And they started talking. He said he was there for an extra two hours. And I, I love that, the younger kids. I say younger kids. But now they're, they're getting the same way we are. Come on. That's what we want. Pass the torch. All right. So somebody else just said, uh, sent in a text that they love the fact that you and I are both approachable. In the restaurant. You have to be. Yeah. yeah. You can't hide back in the back. You know, I remember, um, so Rod Gray, you know, from Pellet and Envy, oh, yeah. world-famous barbecue competitor, and I asked him who the very first place, the barbecue place that, that he went to where he fell in love with the barbecue, because it's got to start from somewhere. Because back then, you know, there weren't 100 bar- barbecue I remember the conversation. And he, and he goes, that's easy. He goes, Hayward's. Hayward's Barbecue. Hayward Spears, come and on. And I think at the time, it, was, it may have been the only barbecue restaurant in Johnson County back then, but he was just graduated from Emporia State, and he said that he went to, to Hayward's, and he goes, Hayward Spears was sitting at the bar and talking to people and walk around the dining room. He said the food was, was really good, but just the owner of the restaurant, the pitmaster, walking around talking to people, really connected with them. And, you know, that's what really sets everybody apart. I have a friend who's in the restaurant business, and he will tell you he will not go out there. If he says, if I have to be at this restaurant oh, I, like I, you all and stay yep, there yep. and 5 o'clock, I, God bless you. And it's very, very successful. But you know what? He didn't put his name out there. I don't know if I ever told you that story. You know, I had a conversation one time with Michael Smith and Frank Cascone. He said, you know, here we are, Jaspers, Cascones. Michael Smith. How do you sell that name now? If you wanted to retire, you wanted to sell the business. You can't. You could sell Hereford House. 
you could sell the Savoy Grill. Yeah. Michael Smith Smart, he's got Farina now. Yeah. So uh, you know, maybe maybe so someday, you know, as he as he gets a little older. But Cascones, it's gotta stay in the family. Yeah. Other restaurants around the country have done it though. In New Orleans, restaurants have you know, have passed on and uh owners have passed on and and other companies come in and buy them. But those are those are legends, you know, and that's well, you're not gonna have a problem. How many Jaspers are there now? Exactly. We have we even have <laughs> we even have uh the the baby. Yeah. You know, I always there's a picture of Leo in the uh bar. I call them the heir apparent. Come on. Him <laughs> Jordan, uh, Paul. So six, seven years ago, I was kind of worried a little bit. But now, and the, the way they run the business today, they're they're going in the right directions. They're they're taking it to another level. Yeah. I'm proud of them. Things I learned I couldn't do. Well, the other story that really ties in with this, I've, I've repeated uh, several times, but it's worth doing again today, was uh, Marilyn May. Oh, So she called in for half an hour when uh, the first time Jim Eddy was on. Sure. And one of the stories that, that she told was she mentors, she teaches master classes. So she mentors other singers. And she tells them that you need to sing with your eyes open. And she said, when you sing with your eyes closed, you're singing for yourself. But when you sing with your eyes open, you're singing for the audience. And as just um, when she had her concert here um, a couple months ago in Kansas City, she did that. I mean, she made eye contact with every part of the Folly Theater from the upper deck She's singing a lot of personal. Oh, I wish I could have been there. My mama would have loved that show. I mean, she was absolutely amazing. But these restaurants where you have the chef that stays in the kitchen, doesn't want to go out and meet any of the customers, they're singing with their eyes closed. That's right. Yep. They're missing out on a big part. You're missing out on your customers. They came to see you. Yeah. Yeah. Some people just come by to get a plate of spaghetti and they, you know, they want to go and don't be bothered. Other people, that's that's part of the restaurant business. Yeah. My brother Jim uh, sent me the other day the life of the restaurant tour. I'm going to send this to you. Uh, I have a picture of it also. And he also had another one written that, you know, it's 5 o'clock. We're two cooks short, a waiter short. The dishwasher just called and said he's going to be late. But it's time. The show must go on. And yeah. it's it's a long, you should read it. it you're going to absolutely love it. I'll post it on, uh, on social media yeah, again. I want to see that. Really something else. Yeah. So it's it's um for me I don't know how you would answer this but for me going out and talking to customers I can't tell you how often I was about to make a mistake or I realized some big change I did wasn't going to work out because and I found out because I talked to the customers you know it's just because I don't I doubt you make as many mistakes as we do you know with the history that you have but. I'll do a product or, or a flavor or a presentation or something like that and say that doesn't make sense. I did a pesci salt and boco. You know, it's supposed to be veal or chicken, and that's been my word. I tell people, do you ever make mistakes? Sure. I ran it for a month, and it was just like I got complaints on it. And it's not two things you shouldn't mess with, you know, prosciutto ham and the fresh fish. It's like putting the cheese on the fish. You shouldn't do that, <laughs> you know, cheese and Italians on their seafood. But uh, you realize a mistake. I look at my old menus and say, hmm. That's one I'll never come back on again. Yeah. Well, you know, you have to listen to people. You know, some, some restaurants say, you take this dish as is, I will make no changes. Oh, yeah. Yep. You know, and it's just, I. If you have a kitchen, and believe me, it's tough. You know, people every day, they, you know, I have the fettuccine, but I want to yeah. add this. Or don't don't put the prosciutto ham and peas in my Capella D'Angelo a la yeah. Well, you're missing out yeah. on the best. But, hey, if you have an allergy to pork or you don't yeah. want you just yeah. don't want that, that's yeah. fine. I respect that. You have yeah. to. Yeah. If you have a kitchen that you don't pre-make your sauces, it's not too difficult to take requests. Yep, 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 good. All right, well, let's take a quick bake here. 
So if you have enjoyed this show over the past 52 weeks, that's hard to, hard to believe I can say that, please come out and support Best Regards Bakery and Cafe. The uh, best way to start is sign up for your email newsletter or my email newsletter at makethemsmile.com. That's the website where I show everything that we do, take orders on a lot of different things, and the top left-hand corner says sign up for the email newsletter. We are a scratch bakery using only the best ingredients and recipes that I personally have created. I only use King Arthur flour, European butter, Madagascar bourbon vanilla, and every best high-end ingredient that I can find. And then for our lunch menu, I make all of our breads from scratch. We have over 20 dressings and sauces that we make from scratch every single day. Five amazing soups, including my new and best soup that I've ever created, was Robert's Kansas City Steak Soup, created um, basically because of this radio show. And lastly, don't forget that best regards for your decorated sugar cookies for the Chiefs, Mardi Gras, Valentine's Day, or any other special occasion. And at, right before I left for the show this morning, we still had 14 trays of Kansas City Chiefs sugar cookies available for walk-in traffic. So the weather's not that bad. It's not too windy. Come in today before 2 o'clock. We'll have those cookies until we sell out, so you'll be ready for today's game. All right, Rocco, let's go ahead and open up the phone lines, 913-586-7798, if anybody wants to call in. Now for the hard part. This is, I'm going to struggle with this. We made it to week number 52, but this will be my last radio show. Radio is a huge business, one that the little guy is not really equipped for, and not this little guy. But um, there have been other, there may be other avenues for someone like me to tell stories and try to accomplish the things that I have, but I'll have to figure that out later. But I'll be honest, this radio show has been a dream come true. Uh, it's uh, that that doesn't even do it justice. You know, you have a dream, you accomplish a dream, and then that's it. But this show has become something ten times more than I ever thought possible. And I want to thank all of you for doing that. But once I made this decision that we're doing that, that I'm ending the radio part of the show. There's two groups of people that I gave voice to. The first is the many people that came before us and made Kansas City such a beautiful place to live. And they deserve to have their stories heard. And that's the part that I really, really want to find a way to continue or help somebody else do that. Because those stories need to be heard from those people. Um, his, history should not be forgotten like that. The second one is you, the listener, that's out there. Many of you have come to the bakery to personally tell me how meaningful the show has become. And how nice it is to have memories, sometimes 30 or 40 years old, to come back, come rushing back. Toby said that on his show uh, today, that he was surprised that in the early early times when somebody bring up a story and all of a sudden the this memory had come roaring back in full color with details that he had literally not thought of for 30 or 40 years. And that's the power of, I think the power of food, food, friends, and family is the connection that kind of holds us all together. So it's um so I'm sorry to announce that I won't be doing this radio show anymore. But it's um like I said, you know, it's it's radio's a big business and it's not something that I can personally finance anymore. And so I'll miss that. The bakery and best regards bakery and cafe continues and I want you to come out and see us. So this is your last chance, uh, listeners, uh, 913-586-7798. If you have a last story or memory you want to bring back, 
or any comment about the show that you want to share, you're welcome to do that. And Jasper, sorry to drop that on you. Well, um, you lit up every line in this uh, building. So, um, my friend, I told you at the beginning of the show, you have changed the landscape here in Kansas City on the radio. And I only see this maybe as a, um, as a beginning, not an ending. How about that? I, you know, I hope so. You That's know, we have to look at it. Everything's changed. You know, the, the, when I talk about the romance of talk radio, you know, back, you know, back in the heyday in the eighties and nineties with Mike Murphy and Toby Toba. Oh, yeah, and, my favorites. You know, I mean, I mean, uh, Mike Murphy, you know, I'd listen to him, then super fan Ed Beeler and then Dr. Saper. I forgot about super fan. Oh my gosh. I mean, he was wonderful. And then Dr. Saper, you know, it's Marshall just Saper. Th- those, those people became part of our lives. And it's and it's it kept stories alive, memories alive, and it's just when you're out, you know. Back then, you know, I had a, a job where I was driving a thousand miles, you know, a week on the car. You know, I still felt connected. I wasn't alone no. in the car driving, you know, four hours to St. Louis or Des Moines or Paducah, Kentucky. It was just I was with my friends and family, you know, hearing stories and all kind of stuff. That's how I got started. That's where it all started for me. Bobby Sapo, Marshall's uh, sister, okay, had me on the on her radio show. And I went back to the restaurant, and we were packed. I didn't know what to do. Nineteen eighty-four. <laughs> that was my first radio show I ever did. You know, did and you Mike Murphy. Show for seventeen years. We're, this is we just started eighteen shows next that's, week. That's absolutely amazing. How about that, Our yeah, eighteen years. So you know, I, and that's it's people have no idea how tough it is. No, because you know you have the content, you have the creative part of it. You see me right now doing the social media right now <laughs> as we talk. I'm putting stuff up online. Oh. Yeah, about you know, the show. You're always you're doing a hundred things because when I do the show, I would get texts from you. Somebody <laughs> no, I bothered you was, enough. Oh no. fr- what am I going to do on Saturday mornings at ten oh, o'clock? Oh, now well, I'll, I'll still get texts from you. You know you will. You know, but it's just I I got to figure out something. But you know, radio the whole radio business has changed. It has. You know, it's just I mean the ratings are down. I mean KMBC is one of the few stations that still really tries to push the the, the talk radio, but sure. it's but it's brutal. You know, it's, it's, you know, the radio, I mean, their listenership has dropped because you got, you got streaming, you know, radio streaming. Sure. You got all of well, that. look at TV. What, what, what's going on with TV too? You can't yeah. even, you try to get on your, on, trying to set up a new TV is hard enough right now to, to get on the channels. Yeah. But I, I I'm going to tell you this again. I'm going to repeat this to you and I'm going to text it to you. This is the beginning for you, Robert. Well, I. You're not walking I, away from I'd anything. Like to, I like to believe that. You know, it the is. last, last. Look at your business in December. Yeah. What did that yeah. tell you right there? Yeah. Look what well, look what has happened this year for you. I know the lines are lit up right now, aren't they? <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm look at the comments coming in. I don't, I don't know if anybody wants to call and talk on the yeah, air. Yeah, come on. But I'm getting a lot of texts on here. And it's, you know, I was really sad and embarrassed and ashamed that I had to end something that was so important to so many people. Don't that, be that was my first, that no. was, well, you know, that was my first reaction, you know, but it's just like, you know, I, the more we talked you know, on on the show earlier, and the more I've talked to Sherry, because Sherry's the only other person that that knew this, besides me, is that, you know, that I I I still believe in what I was doing was helping so many people. You did, and you still are, and best regards lives on. Yeah, and so we'll yeah, and so we'll figure out. I'll figure something out, but you know, I just need to get past the the I'm, pain of this. Imagine imagine Saturday mornings at your shop. Oh, set yeah. up in the corner. Yeah, so I just picked huh. up two extra hours, and you know, so I'm, I I will do something. No, I'm talking about doing something live oh, from the store. Yeah, you know, I mean, there's I've I have all the equipment, sure, you know, because I had to buy it when we were preempted by Missouri football. But it's it's just you know you know what inspires me 
you know that I thought you know if the whole the the was that New Heights podcast. Sure, of course. There's so many people that never ever would have thought that they would watch or listen to anything streaming. Love watching, listening to that, and watching that. You'd be surprised. I didn't realize it until really the past six months, but YouTube. Yeah. And the podcast and the yeah. effect they have on the generation coming up. I mean, seriously. Yeah, I, it, it's changing things, and I think that you and I, as old as we are, we need to to listen, listen to our audience, listen to our customers, and adjust to it. You've listened to your audience the past year. They have come. I mean, I go into the store. I watch them at lunchtime. Yeah. They talk to you about yeah. the show. They come to my store and tell me about you. Yeah. So well, I, I hope they don't stop that because I no. I love that on a daily basis. You, so, you for the listeners out there, please c- come to see us at Best Regards. I will be out there. I want to hear your stories. You come to my show and we'll talk even more about yeah. it. But I'm not going to let you give this up. I'm telling you right now. Yeah. So this is going to go. This is going to continue with a podcast. I'm hoping and and well, and something you. live at the store. Yeah. And I'll be a part of that also. I yeah. hope. You know, I, I think part of my feelings is that. I don't try to think long term on what I should do, or want to do. I I live in today and doing absolutely everything that I can to make what I'm doing right now so meaningful. And that's what made the show I think so amazing, but that's also part that exposes why I'm not I'm not equipped to deal with big time big business radio. No, but people like Mr. Eddie. Yeah. Oh gosh. You know, I still call Mr. Eddie because yeah. I have respect for him. I wish and- I wish he had been able to make it today Aww. so I could thank him publicly and let everybody know how much he means to but me. But you have, he is just, he's the beginning of what is going to happen to yeah. you. I'm telling you right now. Yeah. And we're going to go out, um, get some more cookies. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll today. talk about that. <laughs> All right. Uh, so um, looks like Rocco, we do have a caller. Um, let's go to Andrea. You'll need your headphones to hear this. Yep, that's me. Yes, Andrea, what do you have for us? Uh, I just want to say that, um, I've been listening to you on Saturdays when I go to pick up my little breakfast. <laughs> if I don't cook. Oh, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> more, uh, but I remember the days of Annie Santa Fe and um, going to Hooligans. But Annie Santa Fe, that was just when all, me and my friends used to meet there for um, happy hour. And, uh, oh, my God, we used to have just a great, great, great time. So, you know, I'm really dating myself. Oh, yeah. Well, you remember the Annie's dip, that green Annie's dip that they had for the taco salad? Oh, my God. I it absolutely... was all so good. Oh, what? my God. They had the best food. So the very first episode we did, I told the story. That was the number. There were two things that I missed the most from the 80s and 90s. The Annie's dip from Santa Fe and the Plaza Three Steak Soup. So I've gotten two, three copies of that, of the Annie's dip. And it did not work. There was something missing from it. And so about three or four weeks ago, Bill Crooks was on from PB&J. And he, was, uh-huh. um, he, he kind of grew up in the Gilbert Robinson working in the kitchen and managing the Annie Santa Fe. And he, goes, he, and he told me, he goes, I can get the secret to that. I'll get back to you. So, so stay, sign up for my email so that if I get the secret, I will make that at the bakery and share that with everybody. Oh, great, great, great. I'm going to start... I decided, you know, I took my mom. You all were talking about Yaya. So oh, I yeah. took my mom, and um, she had a friend that came in town, and we went to Yaya. Oh, my God. They just loved it. And, of course, I was, like, the best daughter ever. 
as I paid for it. Yeah, that was. Well, I'm glad you went that. That was Paul Corey. I mean, they are absolutely fantastic. That's that's an absolutely wonderful restaurant. I think one of the best brunches in Kansas City on Sunday. Right. So, um, you know, I'm gonna just. That's gonna be something that I do. And don't let somebody come in town. Okay, that's where we're going. Okay. So, uh, just thank you for bringing those things to mind because I mean, you know, uh, I just don't think about what is available. Well, you know, and, I just go for the quick and yeah. easy. Well, you know. Andrea, one good thing about me not doing this radio show is that I will be there, so I won't miss you on Saturdays when you come in. Okay, great. There's always a bright side to everything, right? <laughs> right, right, All right, right. Well, Andrea, thank you very much. I appreciate you calling in and your support over the past year and hopefully in the next year. Okay, thank you. All right, thank you. Bye-bye. A lot of beautiful texts on the line. A lot of great ones on here, and one specifically from Sherry, my wife. She wanted to thank you, Jesper, for everything you've done for us and for being here today on this difficult show for me. Well, thank you, Sherry, for getting you here in this building yeah. and uh, 52 weeks ago. Think about mm. that. And uh, you talk about Sherry every week, and, yeah. and you think about it. She's back there at the uh, Oh, she's covering, <laughs> the, she's covering she's, everything. Exactly, and, the, and, you know, and that's what we're lucky. We're lucky to have... You know, people in our lives like that. And Robert, you know, I keep I look at the text and, and the and the people uh, calling in right now and who want to talk to you and and who have these memories and they're not lost. It's not going to go away. And I, I'm here right now to make sure that that doesn't happen. So Good. Well, I'm, I'm your biggest fan. Well, I'm your biggest supporter. Yeah, you're, you're my elder, so I will listen. No, to you. don't say. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Robert. Yeah. Well, I didn't realize that. I thought you were younger than I no, was until oh a while God. ago. No, no, no. When you no, told no, me no. that you're 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 quite a bit older than I am. Uh, I'll be sixty-two in July. So. Well, I just turned sixty. So yeah. It's not so that come big on, a deal. no, not at all. Yeah, we, we could have still went to high school together. So you said fun. it. That's right. All right, Rocco. Let's go to line two with Fred. Hello. Hi there, Fred. What Hello. do you have for us? Well, I was wondering if uh, either of you remembered. Uh, a place called Mama Stafita's down on Main Street near Westport Road. 51st in Maine, of course. Yes. Uh, had the best breadsticks I have ever had. Uh, one night, a bunch of us from work went down there for dinner. And I think we re- reordered breadsticks about eight times. You know what? Uh, it wasn't 51st Street, but yes, but uh, Charlie Stark helped design that place back in 1985, uh-huh. 86. Mm. I, I remember the uh, whoever the owner was uh, got killed in a street robbery, and the place just kind of went kaput shortly afterwards. You're not going to believe who a waiter uh, at that place was, Charles Ferrugia. Are you serious? Charles was a waiter there. Sure. He was a waiter? Yep, he was a waiter, trying to make uh, a little extra money while he was I can't imagine writing. his tips were very good. Oh, <laughs> he was something else back in the day. I have some stories. Oh, I mean, he would have been great on this show. He would have oh, loved you. Oh, I would have loved to. I mean, just that listening to him. I mean, he's the original soup Nazi. Can you believe today's the anniversary of his death? Oh, about is that? it really? Yeah, I'm just bringing him up. No, I don't mean to get off the subject yeah. of Mama's Tafitis, but yeah, yeah, how about that? Well, Fred, thank you very much for calling in and yeah. sharing. Yeah. That, sharing. One thing real quick. Oh, if, sure. if there's any way you could get a hold of that breadstick recipe. <laughs> well, if anybody can, Jasper will look into it. He knows yeah, some people that you. know somebody. <laughs> you bet. <laughs> All right. Well, if he if he finds a recipe, I'll do it and test it, get it perfected, and maybe um, I'll give. Well, I, I will give the recipe with the correct tips to Jasper so he can offer it. Great. We'll, we'll do that. Thank you. All right. Thank you. I appreciate that, Fred. 
That's crazy. So Charles Feruza, so he was obsessed with cinnamon rolls. Oh, my gosh. Come he was on. At, so when I started doing cinnamon rolls, gosh, I don't know, 13, 14 years ago, I, I uh, called them because, that uh, yeah, we still had email then or had it already. So I sent him an email. He goes, I'm sorry. He goes, I don't travel into Johnson County. How about that? Yeah. He refused to come to Johnson oh, County to try my cinnamon roll. He don't even get me started. Yeah. Him and Bobby Epstein from uh, from a uh, owner of a, a major brands would not come in the Johnson oh, County. <laughs> you know, I mean, but Charles, even though he wouldn't go to this radio station, I think he would come here just to dish some stories. You bet he would. And I can tell you right now, uh, he was a great man. We had some great memories. And he was on my uh, pre-diabetes uh, cinnamon roll kick. I could tell you a little bit about that. And uh, I always post my recipe. I went for uh, 16 weeks testing uh, cinnamon rolls. And I posted it every Sunday morning. I'd stay up all Saturday night and Sunday morning, and and finally had my till I finished my final recipe, which was like TJ cinnamons. Yeah. And that's oh, yeah. there you go. You go down that rabbit hole oh, with yeah. cinnamon rolls, buddy. Oh yeah, we're in big big trouble. Yeah. All right. So on the text line, somebody goes, "What is the big announcement?" As one of the complaints that I that people have had on my radio show, I'm not a professional. I don't repeat who I'm what I'm doing. This is Robert Dunsing with Kansas City Food Memories. My guest today is the legendary Jasper. He only needs one name. And the announcement is that today is my last radio show on the air, live on the air. It's been 52 weeks. I just, I can't, I just can't afford to play with the big boys and big radio. So I, I don't know what I'm going to do. I love the whole process of sharing story, meaningful stories from the people that made Kansas City what it is. A lot of them restaurants, some entertainers. You know, I've had a couple of um, Fred Broski. He was not a restaurant owner, but he was—he's as much a part of who we are as some of the restaurants. I've had a couple of singers, Bob Walkenhorst, Ian Byrne. I've just had some great people that were on the show, and I think I, once I get past the emotion of today and dealing with this, I think I'm going to do sit down with a couple of friends, and I may have—I'll see if you can come back with Jim Eddy and maybe somebody else. We'll just do a record a podcast at. Um, at best regards, just kind of talk about some of the other shows so I don't forget anybody. I know what you're going to do. You're going to continue in the business, in the bakery. Yeah. And I know it's not, I'm going to say it a hundred more times. It's not over. Yeah. You know, it's, I don't want, it's the radio show, the live radio show. That's one for part. You, for you, the listener, there is nothing easier than just turning on the dial and listening to the radio. Whatever I do will be more difficult than that. You know, so I mean, you may have to listen to the podcast, go online, listen to that. It may be doing live stream and be able to do that. But it's, you know, change is not always bad. Sometimes change is good. And it's just um, the, the new way of communicating. Instead of just listening, you might be able to see and listen. But, but one thing that will be important to me is I want that two-way communication because I love the feedback and the calls from the people. Think about the date today, Okay. And then we're going to look back a year from now, and I'm going to call you up that morning. And I'm going to say, Robert, remember a year ago we were sitting there? Yeah. And we were a little upset, and it was kind of, you know, it's maybe the ending. No, no, no. Now yeah. look what you've done yeah. in the past year, and you're going to say, you know, look at two years ago. Yeah. Well, that's what Sherry said to me. You know, I just, I, I was more emotional leaving the bakery for the studio this morning that I've been in a long time. Well, sure. That's just, yeah. that's part of you. You wouldn't be a I, human being yeah. if it, that's, that's the way we're that, built. I don't feel that deep remorse and sadness right now with you here and reading these texts and hearing the callers. 
I mean, that's helps. Hey, Rocco, let's go and go to line three with Don. Don, are you there? Yes, sir. What do you Good have for morning, us? Good morning, gentlemen. Well, a couple things. One is I've been listening to you since the beginning, and I've visited with you several times in your restaurant. And it's just wonderful. I talked about your intro song and how you end everything yeah. and how much memories it brings back when we first, when I first came to Kansas City in the 80s or 1982. But you're not done. This uh, Jasper's right. First off, there's YouTube Live, and you can communicate back and forth there. And there's uh, Apple Podcasts, there's, uh, uh, Odyssey, all kinds of stuff, different avenues. And you can reach millions and millions of more people. And it doesn't cost you but pennies comparatively what you're doing now. Well, but that would be nice. Know, it is. And I, and I listen to most of all my interviews I listen to things are all on YouTube or whatever. And, and people get alerted on their phones when the new broadcast is coming up, and you can catch it live. And so it's it's just – actually, it's probably better for you. Yeah, can you even ago. imagine three years ago you saying that? No, no not at all. No. It's crazy. I mean, th- but the other thing is – so Jasper also doesn't know – I run – I help run the smoker at St. Michael the Archangel Catholic School or Parish for Lenten fish fries, and Jasper's been there. I've written a story our, about our you in the Kansas City Star, of course. Oh, yes, my God. That, thank you so much. Ralph Wing. Anyway, so – it's awesome. So we smoke salmon there. But anyway, I've been to your, both your restaurants, and you guys are awesome. And this whole history of going all the way back to baby does and all that stuff from way, way back yep. is just makes it so special. So it's going to keep going. Well, thank it's you. You don't have to hit the dial of 980. You just bring it up on your phone. Well, you know, I appreciate that. And it's, you know, I've intentionally not tried to think beyond that because I wanted to do justice to the show and to all of you listeners and the the guests that I've had, I'll figure something out afterwards. But I, I yeah. love this, and and c- please, the listeners, and you know, like you, Don, come on in and let's have conversations about how that, I can you bet. properly and shape I'm my also future path. Inter- I'm also going to introduce you uh, to Joe Ross from the Glenwood Theater Complex. Oh, that, that, I've been trying to find. I couldn't find your email because I wanted. To, I had somebody else told me I need to do that because he's such a yes. character. Yo, oh, beyond belief. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Don. Well, please come back. So. Much. And um, let's we'll close the loop on a couple of those things. All right. We'll figure bet. something out. Have a great day, guys. All right. Thank you. All right, Rocco, let's go to uh, line one with Jan. Are you Hi, there? Hi, Robert. This is your old friend, Jan. Oh, my goodness. How are you doing? Your, your old customer. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> that, that one old customer. <laughs> actually, I'm Jasper's customer also. But anyway, um, I just wanted to say that I actually have tears in my eyes to hear that you're leaving the radio but i'll still be coming to the bakery and i'll still so talk to you when I you can. come in sure enough <laughs> so i i won't i won't stay on the phone but i well that's uh, i i i uh, please please don't make me lose control and start crying on the air i, okay. I when you come in i'll give you a hug okay. we'll share a hug and we'll sit down and share stories that way okay sure enough all right thank Goodbye. you jan all right so uh, i had Okay, and so I just received a stern text here. Remind people about signing up for my email. So if you want to stay in touch and know what I'm doing, whatever that decision is, go to makethemsmile.com. Top left-hand corner, there is a place to sign up for the email newsletter. I send that out once or twice a week whenever I have something legitimately new going on. I'll share that with you and once I get past today and get a good night's sleep, because I didn't sleep well last night, I'll figure out what the next steps in, in um, this part of my life will be. So I'll get that figured out. And all of you 
listeners that want to choose to be a part of that by coming in or email or whatever it is, you will be a part of that process as well. So uh, go to makethemsmile.com. At, um, go ahead and do that one. And please come out to see us at the bakery. I'll do that in the close. But we're at 119th in Glenwood, two blocks east of Metcalf. We are there Monday through Saturday. Monday through Friday, we're open until 5. And Saturday, we're open until 2. And I better mention this because I do not want to ha- finish Saturday with 10 extra trays of sugar cookies. So we still have about 10 trays of Kansas City Chiefs sugar cookies at Best Regards Bakery. All right, Jasper, what do you think? Well, my friend, you know, I was thinking of um, how are you going to sign off? And you already have that, I think. Uh, and I just want to say that I am grateful to you for what you brought to Kansas City. I'm grateful to listen to you on the mornings on Saturday and what you've achieved and, and to watch someone grow at 60 years old. To watch you still growing, yeah, and it's still I'm kind of like on going down, you know. It's like, well, now I'm kind of cutting back a little bit, but look, I said it; it's the beginning, and then and, and here you go, and and there's so much more ahead of you, and I'm gonna sit here and I'm gonna watch it, and I'm gonna watch you. Well, whatever I do, you're gonna be a part of. Oh, I hope so. Like we're proud not, of you too, man. Gra- yeah. Congratulations! This has yeah. been an amazing ride, and we're really proud of you for everything you were able to do for so many people. You know, Rocco, I, you know, it, it's. I was going to thank you specifically in my close. I mean, you have been absolutely fantastic. Rocco's been my board op since day one, and it's just it's that when you anytime you do something that's never been done, there's some challenges coming up that you have no idea what it is. You did great every single one, and and you've and you've you've been absolutely wonderful. Thank you for letting me be a part of this, man. It's been yeah. awesome. So for the listeners out there, and it's, um, you know, Jasper, you asked me about how I'm going to close the show. I thought about it. I went back and looked up how Carol Burnett entered. I'm thinking of the people that, that meant a lot to me when I was growing up that when their shows ended. I love the Carol Burnett show, Johnny Carson. Oh, yeah. You know, when some of those did it. But, you know, it's just this. I mean, this isn't, I mean, the best regards bakeries going on. I want to do something. I, I believe so strongly in sharing the stories and, and, and memories with people. I, I I'll find out. I'll figure out something else to do. I even see you know like maybe a book. Uh, your writings. Yeah. So we'll so we'll do something. All right. So remember that the last three weeks of the year are absolutely brutal for restaurants. So please go out and support your local restaurants. Jasper's best regards and all the others. Otherwise, they'll be a subject of a show like this in the future. And thank you to all of you for sharing your valuable time with me over the past year. Don't be a stranger. Come by and see me. At Best Regards Bakery and Cafe in 119th and Glenwood. Please sign up for my email. And Rocco, thank you. This concludes this broadcast of Kansas City Food Memories.